It is Sunday, June 9th, 2013. This is U62 the Targ. Let's get it started in here. Let's get it started in here. Let's get it started in here. As we say in the radio business, if you put that on the radio, people will listen to it. All right, here it comes. Anyone who isn't dead or from another plane of existence would do well to cover their ears right about now. Why, what a little tiny microchip deep inside some electronics. Broadcasting to the world through the miracle of the internet. Ladies and gentlemen, this is U62, the TAR. Now your host, a man with a lifelong dream of getting paid to do this, Mark Pappas. On this week's show, we're sampling French fries, we're saying everything that's wrong with Athabasca, and we're dissecting Star Trek Into Darkness. It's my summertime special, Blue Skies. So sit back, relax, grab yourself some warm root beer and a towel that's oh so fluffy. You 62 the tar, you're in for something special. Enjoy the show. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Mark Camp is here, and welcome to this month's edition of the targ i'm mark kappas and this is the show and yeah here i am you know i've been putting this off for quite some time i was just starting to feel at it you know it was time to sit down and do a show i just still don't think i'm ready to commit to this you know once a week like i used to but darn it i just wanted to do something you know you know, part of the reason why it's been so long since there's been a show, you know, aside from my usual procrastination, is uh, quite a bit happened to me over the past few months. First and foremost, I moved. Yes, this is no longer coming from my lovely basement suite in Athabasca. This is coming from my top floor apartment in Westlock. I moved. Basically, it's like this. Uh, when I got back from Christmas vacation back in January, uh, the company offered me a transfer. They wanted to know if I wanted to move from their station in Athabasca down to their station in Westlock. And I said, okay, sure. I think I'm ready for something new. And off I went. Now, I know when I first talked to some people about it, they're like, oh my God, were you demoted with this transfer? And I can understand why they were thinking that. Up in Athabasca, I was doing the morning show, right? And in radio, the morning show is considered the big time. That's the show everybody wants to do. But down in Westlock now, I'm the afternoon guy. I'm on in the afternoons. But it's not just being the afternoon guy. Now I'm also what is known as a music director. See, one of the big misconceptions I just blow people away with when it comes to radio is the announcers do not pick their own music. They don't go in there with a handful of tunes they want to play and play them on the show. In this day and age, there's this infinite playlist in the computer, and it's up to the music director to put together that playlist. The music director is the guy who picks the music and tells the announcers what to play. And now in Westlock, that's me. So yeah, it's a minor promotion, you know. Longer title, more work, not much of a raise, you know, typical of all promotions. So, yeah, here I am in Westlock and still getting used to some of the changes. You know, as I already mentioned, in Athabasca, I had a basement suite. But now in Westlock, I'm on the top floor of a three-floor apartment building. I went from having a one-bedroom tiny little suite to this 
gigantic two-bedroom apartment. Well, it's gigantic by my standards. You know, I'm still getting used to having all this extra room around. You know, I still have lots of crap back home in Entwistle. I got a lot of room for it now. I could probably finally bring all my crap and have all my stuff under one roof. So that is incredibly awesome. And I'm still adjusting to it too, you know. Like, my TV and my computer aren't all crammed in one room anymore. I got my computer in a separate room. So that frustrates me because I can't blog and watch TV at the same time anymore. I gotta, like, make my notes and then go to the back room. So I guess I'm gonna have to get my laptop up and running again, or maybe uh, get myself a tablet computer, because I really miss, you know, blogging and watching TV at the same time. But yeah, you know, it's um, I've still got a little trepidation about the move, you know. Everything is bigger, everything is more expensive. I've been here for a few months now, but I'm still unsure if I can cover it all and pay for it all. But I'm just plugging along. It's just a new feeling, new adventure, and it's just crazy. I do know a lot of people have been asking me how I've been adjusting to my new job, uh, mainly because of the music involved. Uh, you know, up in Athabasca, we were an adult hit station, lots of pop music. But now down in Westlock, it's a country music station. So I'm surrounded by country music. And so like I've been telling people, it's not that much of a change because, uh, you know, one of the side effects of growing up in rural Alberta where CFCW is the only radio station you get, I did go through a phase in my life when I was deep into country music. And so it's just reaching into that part of my heart and pulling it out and getting back up to speed on the country music world. So I've been adjusting to the format quite nicely and yeah, just, you know, it's a brand new adventure. It's really exciting. So how about we get to some music now, shall we? Here we have Can You Dig It? The end credit music for Iron Man 3 on the Targ.
Can you dig it? The end credit music from Iron Man 3 here on U62 The Targ. Good afternoon, Mark Cap is here with you. I just felt the itch to do a podcast, so I sat down and started recording one. Plus, part of the thing that got the podcast part of my brain itching was I started getting a few requests via Facebook. You know, some of the people who listen to this podcast and they're like, I haven't heard you do it in a while. You know what? I'd like to hear this segment again. I'd like to hear that segment again. And one segment comes from a colleague of mine by the name of Paul Allen. Uh, He was the uh, morning show host up at the radio station in Slave Lake for quite some time. Uh, Not too long ago, he actually transferred to a radio station out in Victoria where he does the afternoon show out there. So yeah, he's Mr. Big Shot now doing a big time radio show in a big time major market. And so one night, not long after I'd set up shop here in Westlock, we're chatting on Facebook and he's like, you know what I would like to hear you do? I would like to hear you do a what's wrong with society about everything you hated about Athabasca. And you know, back then I was of the mindset, you know, I really couldn't do that. You know, I just moved from Athabasca. It was still in my heart. I still loved it a bunch. There's still lots I love about Athabasca, you know, like Athabasca University. Uh, Its uh, main campus is in Athabasca. It's the number one correspondence university in the world. And it was always a magical thing every June when students from all over the world would congregate on this one little town to have their moment on the stage and accept their degree. It was quite a magical thing. I loved covering that event. Or when they built their new hockey rink, you know, the multiplex. Seeing that town band together and raise the money to uh, build that building was just inspirational. And then a few years later, when the big Slave Lake fire went through and uh, Athabasca's multiplex was the biggest evac center for Slave Lake. Again, the way the town came together to just look after everyone, it was absolutely amazing and inspirational. So a few months ago, I couldn't do a What's Wrong With Society about everything I hated about Athabasca, but now I can. And here's why. There's this Facebook group I'm still a member of. It's called Athabasca Alberta Voice Your Thoughts and Opinions, which is basically everyone bitching about everything they hate about Athabasca. And about a month or so ago, I'm looking at it because their hatred makes me laugh. And I see this one message thread that popped up. And this one message thread essentially read, Man, oh man, the new guy at the radio station here in town is amazing. Kappas, that old guy, he sucked. He was so lame. I'm so glad he's gone. So yeah, reading lots of people saying that about me, my whole attitude about Athabasca changed. It changed from, I'm going to miss you guys forever. Let's keep in touch, okay? To... I gave you seven years of my life, you heartless bitch! So, yeah, I'm ready now to share everything I hated about Athabasca. What's wrong with society? I'm literally angry with rage. You want to know what's wrong with society this week? You want to know what's wrong with society this week? You know what? No, no, no. Cancel it. Cancel it. Stop the music. We're not doing this. We're not doing this. You know, I sat down and I put together this wonderful rant about everything I hated about Athabasca. And once I went back and I listened to it, I decided, no, I'm not going to share that. I'm not going to sink to your level, Athabasca, the way you started ripping on me now that I'm gone and you never had the courage to say that to my face. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to sink to your level. I'm just going to move on with my life 
and I'm going to continue doing what I do. I was there for seven years, and I'm damn proud of the work I did there. And I'm moving on now. You should too. But if you want to hear that lovely rant I recorded about you, if you email me nicely, I'll probably send it to you. Because I still think it's got some valid points. But no, I'm moving on. You're listening to Mark Kappas. It's clear to all of you that I am awesome. On U62. The Targ. Around here, don't listen to the Beatles run. Old Bo Cephas threw a jute box needle at the honky tonk where they boot stomp all night. What? That's right. Yeah, and what they call work a digging in the dirt. Gotta get it in the ground for the rain come down to get paid to get the girl in your four wheel drive. Yeah, the boys around here drinking that ice cold beer, talking about girls, talking about trucks. And them red dirt roads out kicking up dust The boys round here Sending up a prayer to the man upstairs Backwoods legit, don't take no lip Shoot a back, shoot a back, shoot a back, spit Oh heck Well the boys round here, they're keeping it country Ain't a damn one know how to do the Dougie. No, I'm not in Kentucky, but these girls round here, yep, they still love me. Yeah, the girls round here, they all deserve a whistle. Shaking that sugar sweet as Dixie Crystal. They like that yawling southern drawling. Just can't help it cause they just keep falling for the boys round here. Drinking that ice cold beer. Talking about girls, talking about trucks. Running them red dirt. Up dust. The boys round here sending up a prayer to the man upstairs. Backwoods legit, don't take no lip. Chew the back a chew the back a chew the back a spit. Shoot a back and 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 shoot
music that's dominating my life right now. That's Blake Shelton with Boys Round here, one of the top country music songs out there right now here on U62 The Targ. Welcome back. Mark Cap is here with you with my summertime special. Now, I'm doing a few special requests for friends, and this next one, this is a special request for my friend Kenton Bullock. You know, a couple of years ago, I got my hands on a Jones Soda holiday pack, so I started this segment here on the podcast where I would sample the Jones Soda Christmas flavors and comment on them. And Kenton really liked that, and he said, Dude, you should make that a regular segment. And I'm like, okay, I'll keep that in mind. So back at Christmas time, when I did my last episode, my sister gave me a bottle of Dr. Pepper flavored barbecue sauce. And so I sampled that and offered my thoughts here on the show. And Kenton, he listened to that and he was like, well, you know, that was nice and everything. But the fun of this is when you sample it live on your show, so that way we can partake in the enjoyment of that food with you. And that's when I realized, you know, this segment is nothing but food porn for Kenton. You know, let me tell you a little something about Kenton, you know. About 10 years ago, he went through this phase where he was incredibly politically motivated, and as part of that, he swore off pretty much all fast food. See, because he started doing research into the evil of megacorporations and how they screw over the entire world, and then he realized that most fast food restaurants were owned by evil megacorporations. So he even had the big list on his website for a while. These are all the corporations I proudly boycott, and like 90% of it was fast food restaurants. Now, I don't know how much of that he subscribes to, but I know that odds are he probably still does not eat a lot of fast food. So yeah, this is food porn for Kenton. I'm thinking he's just sitting there firing up the podcast. Oh, I wonder what Mark's going to sample on this week's show. All right, today I'm sampling the Quarter Pounder with cheese. Oh, Quarter Pounder. As we all know, it's noted for its two slices of cheese. Oh, twins. I love twins. Mm, mm, mm. Lots of ketchup on this one. It's dribbling down my chin. Oh yeah, dribble, dribble down your chin. Mm. Oh, a lot of pickles on this one. So yeah, that is now my image of Kenton sitting there listening to this segment. I love you, man. You know I do. But anyways, let's get to it, shall we? You know, living here in Westlock now, I have a lot more fast food choices. We have a McDonald's, we have a Subway, we have an A&W, we have a KFC. So this is probably going to evolve into a lot of the promotional items that the fast food restaurants are serving. So let's get to it, shall we? Here's our new segment of Mark Tastes Random Things. So as I said, the segment now is mostly fast food promotional items. So this one comes to us from A&W. This is something new on their menu. It's been the novelty of roadside diners and hockey rinks for some time now. And that is Sweet Potato French Fries, now available at your local A&W. It's just like regular French fries, only, you know, made of sweet potatoes. Or yams, as some might call them. I got some right here. Let's sample some of these sweet potato French fries, shall we? Mmm. What can I say? They taste like sweet potatoes. They're real good, too. They're not just for Thanksgiving anymore. Mmm. They're real good. I will admit this isn't my first time with the sweet potato french fries. 
I can hear Kenton now. Oh yeah, I knew it wasn't your first time. Oh. And I will admit, I do rather enjoy these. Now, one of the novelties of these sweet potato french fries is they come with their own special dipping sauce, spicy chipotle mayonnaise. So let's hit it with the mayonnaise now, shall we? Mmm, yeah. Really adds a nice little spicy kick to it. Yeah, I'm kind of enjoying these sweet potato french fries. Mmm. 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 Yep, there we are. So there we go. The A&W Sweet Potato French Fries. They give my personal seal of approval. So try them out today. And Kenton, grab yourself a towel and clean yourself up now. Everything's better with Mark Chappis. Crime has gone down, productivity is up, and ratings for Doctor Who are through the roof. Mark Chappis on U62, The Targ. This was a triumph. I'm making a note here, huge success. It's hard to overstate my satisfaction. Aperture science. We do what we must because we can. For the good of all of us, except the ones who are dead. But there's no sense crying over every mistake You just keep on trying till you run out of cake And the science gets done and you make a neat gun For the people who are still alive I'm not even angry I'm being so sincere
from the classic video game Portal. That's still alive here on U62 The Targ. Good afternoon, Mark Cap is here with you. I had to play that one because uh, when, before I sat down to record this, I was talking to a friend of mine named Joe. I asked her if she had any special requests for this show because I'm answering other people's special requests. And she was like, uh, nope, sorry, not this time out. So I played that song for Joe. She just got through a very stressful time in her life, and she adopted that as her theme song. Let me tell you the tale. Joe is currently pursuing her PhD in history, and pursuing a PhD, it's apparently incredibly tough. Uh, for the past year of her life, she's been deep involved in something called comps that she has to do to get her PhD. She had me, I had her explain it to me once, and if I understood her correctly, this is what comps is. You have to read 100 books relating to your field of study and then design a university course revolving around what you learn from that 100 books. I mean, again, it sounds really, really stressful. Like I said, it consumed her life for pretty much the last year. Even though she succeeded and she passed, she was going through like PTSD afterwards. That's how tra traumatic it was. In fact, I'm glad I was able to cheer her up when I shared this story. Uh, Star Trek Into Darkness came out, and one of the stars of that movie is Peter Weller, who played Robocop back in the day. Now, Peter Weller, he has his master's in art history, and he decided to uh, finally go for his PhD as well. So his night job in between, you know, being in Star Trek Into Darkness and directing a lot of TV episodes, because he does a lot of that now, he too was going through comps. So I was watching this interview with him. Uh, he was talking about Star Trek Into Darkness and being in RoboCop back in the day. And he was saying, you know, you know what? It was really tough for me to focus on my acting and directing this past year because of this thing called comps. And oh my God, it just destroyed my life. So I shared that story with Joe and I was like, comps even freaked out RoboCop. And that made her laugh. So yeah, whenever I can make her laugh, that's a good day. But anyway, speaking of Star Trek Into Darkness and speaking of laughing, I saw Star Trek Into Darkness. Being the Trekkie that I am, that was my most heavily anticipated film of the year. And um, yeah, it was good while I was watching it. I really did enjoy it. But like a lot of Trekkies, I have problems with it. I'm sure everybody knows the big secret right now. Benedict Cumberbatch, the villain, yes, he is Khan. I don't know why they had to keep a big secret about it, but yes, he's Khan. I should guess say, spoiler warning right now, spoiler, spoiler, spoilers. We're getting into major spoilers. Turn off the show now if you don't want to be spoiled for Star Trek Into Darkness. This was where my big problem was. So, near the end there, when Captain Kirk dies... And he and Spock are separated by the glass with Kirk in the radiation chamber. I was like, oh my god, are they so blatantly ripping off Star Trek 2? They're really doing it? They're really ripping off the end? And yes, yes, they did. And then when Captain Kirk finally dies and closes his eyes, I'm just saying inside, don't have Spock say it. Don't have Spock say it. Don't have Spock say it. But then Spock looked up to the heavens and he went, Con! And there I was. Oh, crap. They had him do it. Seriously? 
That was like a family way cutaway gag. They could have Peter Griffin be like, wow, this is just like in Star Trek 2 when Spock died and show the clip and it's exactly the same. It was family way, family guy cutaway gag levels of ridiculousness. That is just Ugh, so frustrating. And it was a good movie up until then. You know, that stupid joke just kind of ruined it for me, you know? Ah, uh, you know, it's nice that they're doing their own thing. I like that they're doing this reboot universe. But as long as they do all this wink, wink, nudge, nudge crap to the original, that just takes me out of it. Ignore it. Don't make references to it. Just be your own thing. Ah, uh, but no. I liked the movie, but that one scene just pulled me out of it so much. It was uh, very, very frustrating. Uh, so, yeah, anything else pop culture-wise I want to talk about before I wrap this up? Of course, in the past few months... We had the second half of Series 7 of Doctor Who. Uh, we introduced our new companion, Clara Oswald. And eh, I don't know, Series 7, the second half there, it just wasn't clicking for me. I don't know. The relationship between the Doctor and Clara, it just uh, didn't gel the way it did with the uh, Doctor Amy Rory trinity going on there. And again, the mystery of Clara Oswald being the impossible girl, they really didn't plant enough seeds or give enough clues as to what it could be, it just uh, d d didn't work for me. Although, that final episode of the season really tied it all together really nicely. When they did finally get around to explaining it, you know, it was quite the novel solution. I really enjoyed it. And then that mind-blowing cliffhanger for their 50th anniversary special going to be coming up in November. You know, we see John Hurt as the Doctor. Ah, how does that work? You know, I learned a long time ago when it comes to Doctor Who, there's so much wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey stuff going on. You really shouldn't speculate. You should just kick back and wait to see where they're going. Which is why I'm not getting involved in the speculation as to who the next Doctor is going to be. It's also been announced that Matt Smith has decided to hang up his bow tie. The Doctor Who Christmas special going to be on this Christmas. That is going to be it for Matt Smith. He's going to say Geronimo and head off into the sunset and we're going to regenerate into Doctor number 12. Uh, lots of fan favorites out there as to who the next Doctor should be. And I agree with a lot of them. Uh, some are saying uh, Hugh Laurie. Dr. House, he should be the next doctor. He would make a great doctor. Another popular fan theory out there is Rupert Grint, who played Ron Weasley in the Harry Potter movies. He, he would be interesting, I think. Or another one, which would be phenomenal, a British actor by the name of Idris Elba. He's a huge, hulking, black guy. Uh, you might remember him in Thor. He was Heimdall, the gatekeeper. He's in Pacific Rim coming out later this summer. He was one of the stars of The Wire back in the day. He was in a critically acclaimed British drama called Luther. A Again, it would be a little bit different, but you know what? A little bit different is good. I, I would love to see Idris Elba as the Doctor. That would be phenomenal. But we're going to have to wait until December 25th to find out what happens next. And hopefully you won't be waiting until December 25th for the next episode. Hopefully I can get my act together and, you know, start pumping these out on a regular basis again. And, uh, yeah, we'll just have to play it by ear. I'm Mark Kappas. This has been The Targ. I'll see you when I see you. And this brings us to the end of another exciting episode of The Targ. 
Don't forget you can download a new episode of The Targ every week at chaosinabox.com. The Targ is written and produced by Mark Kappas under the watchful eye of 42 Star Wars action figures. The Targ is a Chaos in a Box production. It's a good ride while it lasted. Come on, kids. Let's go home. We are home. That was fast.